listening to Songwriters and Producers, a blog slash podcast about everything songwriting and music production. I'm your host, Mike Gabriel, and I'm joined, as always, by singer-songwriter Jordan Bilal. Hey! What's up, Jordan? How's it going? Good, man. It's hard to believe it's been two weeks since we did the last one of these. I know. It really did fly by. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, wait, was it really two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's cool because the first one we did, we recorded it, because these are every other Saturday. The first one we did, we recorded it on a Saturday, but... It had to go through all the iTunes podcast hoops, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it wound up being uh, posted on Monday. But it said it was Saturday, mm-hmm. so at least we keep that. But uh, the last mm-hmm. one we did, as soon as I uploaded it to um, our RSS feed, it like went into iTunes, like literally the second. So this one okay. will be up uh, today. <laughs> so that's really cool. cool. And so we can actually start telling people every other Saturday. So. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, um, this podcast is every other Saturday, um, and the blog post that uh, goes along with this is the Monday before each Saturday we- that we do it. So it's like, take a week off, uh, hang out for a week, take a week off. And if this podcast starts getting a lot of momentum, uh, like we're hoping, then we'll start doing it more often, like every week or maybe even every, every day. Week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or like three times a day. <laughs> Something like that. So uh, anyways, yeah. So today, um, I think the past couple or obviously we've only done two before this so the last Mm -hmm. two um we were definitely trying to figure it out and we still are um but this past week we decided that we want it to be a little bit more structured and entertaining um so starting today we're gonna do segments so we're doing three segments today uh keeping it fresh um oh yeah like subway we love fresh (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, um, so for the first segment, uh, before we have our commercial break, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about a song that I'm working on. Um, and by working on, I should say pretty much done with, um, I finished the writing, uh, probably a, a month and a half ago and I've been producing it and recording it and all that stuff. And I've been in the final stages of mixing this past week and, uh, I think I'm pretty happy with the mix now. So um i mean maybe one or two things might change but they'll be so slight that like no normal person (laughs) would be able to hear the difference it literally Um, sounds amazing already thanks thanks uh so we're gonna talk about that song struggling and um before we do uh we're just gonna play a snippet of it so uh prepare your ears (laughs) here we go this is uh struggling by me mike gabriel
song um wasn't that like i mean come on wasn't that amazing was that not amazing i i don't know about that but thank you no. that means a lot <laughs> finally somebody said it <laughs> no i'm just kidding no well uh yeah so that song took me like four years to write basically and i talked about this in the last two weeks of podcasting or the last two podcasts um it's not like i spent like every day on that song it took me four years it was more like I spent a couple months on it and then I just gave up on it for a couple years and then I like would bring it back and then I would let it uh, leave it alone again and then recently I brought it back and finished it uh as of like three-ish months uh, two two to three-ish months ago so now it's uh now it's complete and uh I really like it so yeah. You should like it. You should be proud of it. Thanks. <laughs> it's a major achievement. Thanks. Um, so I came up with a few questions for you on the song. Sweet. To get some input from you and maybe some insights cool. on songwriting. So my first question is, how did the song begin? Was the was it a lyric or a melody that came first? Um, for a second. Wait, lyric or melody? Oh, okay. I for a second I was thinking melody as in like part of the lyrics. I was like, wait, no. is that the same thing? <laughs> but no, you're right. <laughs> or like um, even a riff, like it could right? Be melody, I guess, but yeah, yeah. I'm um, guessing the riff. Yeah, it it was definitely the riff, um, and um, it was it was definitely on guitar. Um, that was a time in my life that I was like playing electric guitar a lot for fun Mm -hmm. and just messing around with a bunch of stuff and so i started doing that uh riff that you heard in the song uh that we just played for you that uh electric guitar part um Mm -hmm. it definitely started with that uh hands down yeah (laughs) because like whenever i come up with something like that like a really catchy guitar riff i can usually build a song pretty easily from it Mm -hmm. so um and then the lyrics came after and in fact the song music part of it was done um the three or four years ago when i started the song but uh the lyrics were the one that that was what i just finished uh recently so i gotcha yeah that riff really is like a major part of that song really yeah it's like the backbone of the song yeah i I definitely um even in the mix i pushed it louder than i normally do like an electric guitar part yeah (laughs) just so that it sticks out so yeah definitely an appropriate move i think for that song it. Yeah, it's definitely like has that heavy feel. So I think a lighter electric guitar would would fit pretty well in that situation. Yeah, I definitely wanted it to sound uh, darker too, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> and yeah, dark and heavy and yeah, uh, cool, so cool. And actually, I um I found a really old demo of the song from the couple years ago, and mm-hmm. the guitar part was the same. But it sounded awful just because of the gear I had back there, like oh, really? recording gear and guitar gear. And now I have like a beautiful Fender Jazzmaster and a beautiful 
uh, amp and pedals and all that stuff. So I was able to get a way cleaner, beautiful sound out of Mm -hmm. it. And I think that might be part of the reason why uh, it's good that it took me so long to write the song is now I have the gear and knowledge to make it sound (laughs) how I wanted it to sound back then. (laughs) So That's a good perspective to have. Um, so my second question is, did something in particular inspire the song? Yes. Um, so we, um, my friend and I went to see Imagine Dragons. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was super cool. Great show. I'd love to see them live one day. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because they were, um, the openers, uh, opening band, uh was the neighborhood um hmm. the british spelling neighborhood <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and um i don't really know them actually yeah they're they're really good um i don't know as much what they're doing right now they they had the um sweater weather song oh okay yeah um i think it was called sweater weather that was the caption for our first instagram picture that together was. Too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh their sound and style is very dark mm-hmm. and i really liked that <laughs> and, yeah. and i i was listening to a bunch of their songs and like just kind of eerie and dark and i was like man i want to write a song like that and so i feel like i and, and the song isn't as dark as their songs sound like the finished product isn't mm-hmm. um just because like that's not as much my style but that at least inspired the song was that dark feel yeah. and the kind of like edginess <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like that's cool i need to do a song like in that style yeah and, and um plus the um the song i have guitar bass drums and like a bass synth and uh fender Rhodes piano that's all that's in the song um actually yeah yeah that, that's all that's in the song and um and the, the the neighborhood had like pretty much the same like kind of style as far as okay. instruments go. It's like not too much happening, but I I liked yeah. that a lot, like the simplicity of it. So interesting. Yeah. What about the the theme of the song itself? Besides the music, would you say that came from anything, or was that just something you um, playing around with? I I I don't think so. Like I I'm. I know that that's like why I started the song and started writing that darker feel was because mm-hmm. of being inspired by their style. But I think um, lyrically, uh, I, w- I was trying to think of a dark thing to write about. Yeah. And uh, I started thinking about like um, a Christian or no, no, the opposite, a non-Christian <laughs> mm-hmm. in a church setting, like being alone yeah. and like like in a worship setting where everyone's like raising their hand and they're just like there, like not knowing what's going on. And like the fact that, um, it happens all the time when people like that, like aren't even approached by anyone in church and, uh, they're not like, um, greeted or, uh, Hey, how's it going? Like, what's up? Um, they're kind of just like looked at as, not as <laughs> good mm-hmm. because they're not like Christians. And right. so I was trying to like, capture um, that, but then also capture just like how Christians and we like struggle with things yeah. like feeling distant sure. from God and feeling 
alone stuff like that feeling hopeless <laughs> mm. and like those are all real things that we go through and right, right. i feel like those topics should have a dark feeling in a song <laughs> rather than right, like right. a happy like i'm distant from god yay <laughs> i feel distant from god i feel hopeless and then like a joyful kind of red yeah. collective style song like <laughs> it just doesn't fit whereas like a dark song like you can talk and sing about like uh sucky situations <laughs> yeah so yeah i think people people forget that in the psalms that was such a real thing to sing about like just being mm. feeling down and like feeling like god's hiding his face from you type yeah of thing. and i'm i'm glad that more song like you're writing another song to add to that yeah and actually mel and i were recently talking about um how i i i'm writing a song right now uh called everlasting love mm-hmm. and it's almost done um but one of the comments she made about it was that um, it doesn't, the lyrics don't flow as much, like to the beat. And rather mm. than change the lyrics, I just started changing those music part of it because I feel like it's so common right now for people to write songs that literally like they have a message but then the message lyrics don't fit so they wind up changing the message just to get the song (laughs) to Mm -hmm. work and whereas like hymns like they're they don't flow at all (laughs) yeah like the old hymns and stuff that like are super powerful and like say what they say and they mean what they say and it's just so clear even Mm -hmm. though it's poetic it's also really clear what the message is and i feel like people today like give the beauty of like a message (laughs) and like the point they're trying to get across they give that up so that they can have a catchy song and it's like i want to get more away from that and start writing a song that would make people like that doesn't flow (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it gets the message across kind of thing so leave a comment if you disagree with me (laughs) 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 we can talk about that (laughs) um but yeah like I, I feel like um, you can make it work like with a uh, like looking up different words to play place differently and stuff. But ultimately, yeah. you should keep the message <laughs> mm-hmm. of what you want to sing about. Very cool. It's interesting how the the idea of the song actually arose from the melody. Cause I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Usually you have like some kind of idea of what you want to sing about and then you come up with a melody. Yeah, yeah. In this case, it was kind of unique though, in that sense. I think the song I wrote, Free, which we have yet to record, um, that was like an exception for sure because like actually Distance was with the melody first, like that Mm -hmm. guitar part. It was basically the same way uh, Struggling was written. Um, yeah. But free has a really catchy guitar part, and that was after <laughs> yeah. we wrote the song. So, uh, yeah, so it, it could definitely go either way. There is no formula for songwriting. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to yeah, change. Yeah, there really isn't. Um, okay, so that was a little bonus question I stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, it took the like way. 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> so my next question is, and my last question is, what is your favorite part of the song? would you say um my favorite part of the song i don't know what my favorite part do is. do you mean the f- favorite part of the song like where like what i have recorded and produced or if i'm playing it acoustic 
Hmm. Totally stripped down. Like my favorite part of the song in that setting too. Cause like, I would just say recorded and produced, I guess. Okay. But we answer you, for you, both situations if you want. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So I think for the produced part, my favorite part of the song is that prior to getting, uh, prior to starting the song, I got my dream bass guitar. <laughs> nice. And I've always wanted a really nice bass. I had an Ibanez bass for the longest time, and I really liked it. It's I like no complaints about it. Um, but it just wasn't the greatest with recording. Like it was fine live, uh, but it had like a buzz and it just didn't sound very good recorded. Mm-hmm. So I wound up giving it away. Um, and so I've always wanted a jazz bass, a Fender jazz bass. And I've always wanted the U S one, but it was just completely out of my price range. And I was just like, I'll just get the Mexican made one, uh, mm-hmm. even though, cause they're cheaper and stuff, but technically they're not like made it made the same and sound the same and stuff so i wound up getting a really good deal on a u.s fender jazz bass and so i loved playing that in the song struggling yeah and i love the bass parts i came up with there it's super simple but at the same time it's uh it's like exactly where it needs to be to me uh like Mm -hmm. in my perfect idea uh of a bass <laughs> in a song like that. That's what it was for that song. And, um, I wound up like putting it through a really nice bass amp and yeah, I just love the bass in that song. <laughs> nice. Um, and, and plus like back to the simple part of the song, the bass fills so much in that song, uh, mm. to where like, if you listen to it, you might not really hear it or pick up on a lot of what's happening. But if I were to mute the bass, you'd be like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) like it's just doing so much. So uh, as far as that, um, that part, that's my favorite. Um, But in the song itself, like produced or playing it acoustic or live or whatever, I think my favorite part of the song would be um, the chorus. It's really catchy. And that's actually Mm -hmm. the part that I wrote the most recently. The verses were uh, more or less written when I, return to the song yeah and um but then i wrote that chorus and that's what uh just really finished the song for me um so yeah uh i i decided with this song that i this is just for you podcast listeners to know right now um i'm not going to release it on itunes and spotify it's only going to be on my website for a dollar so Dang. very limited people are going to get it. And if you can't afford it, then <laughs> you wow. don't deserve it. <laughs> no, but really, if you like the song, um, I definitely want you to go get it on the website. And uh, another secret, I'm making a music video for it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's going to be sick. So uh, can I ha- Can I have that. a cameo in it? Uh, maybe <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have a very specific idea for all right, it all right. um, but yeah it's going to be really really sick so um, sweet yeah so podcast listeners you are welcome for that <laughs> <laughs> um, let's jump to segment two uh, which we're always going to do this as segment two in our podcasts from now on and that is the songwriters and producers tip of the day tip of the day we need to come up with like a legit like yeah, musical we work intro on that. to that. So uh, we'll work on that for the next couple or 
couple podcasts. <laughs> or we could try like an acapella version, just change it up every time on the spot, just like yeah. try something. Right Might be a little dangerous. Alright, let's so. try it right now. Alright, all right, all right. I'll uh, I'll I'll be the bass on the drums. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. I'll just be the snapper. It's songwriters and producers. Tip of the day. Tip of the day. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think that was that good. was that wasn't too bad. That, that honestly. was pretty good. Watch like everyone who is listening isn't listening anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Okay. Well. Um. So songwriter and producer tip of the day. Uh, this one is about songwriting and producing. Actually, it can it and not even just those two. It can be literally with anything. Mm-hmm. But this tip comes from a quote from my favorite mix engineer, uh, Greg Wells. And here it is. Don't think a new idea is better just because it's newer. Mm. And I can't tell wow. you how many times I've fell for that. Like, <laughs> let my mind deceive me that a new idea was better just because it was newer. So, like, for example, mm. you might write a chorus in a song and it'll be really good. But then you'll have like a new idea like, oh, I should change this word uh, or change this line. And then Mm -hmm. you think this is better because I just came up with it again. And so that's where it could be dangerous because maybe your original idea was way better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like it can it can it can really sneak in and feel like a new idea is better just because it is newer. So um, do you have any uh, comments on that? It's kind of like taking an exam and then after you answer all the questions you go back and mm. try to rethink the question again and you come up with a different answer but yeah. it's actually wrong yeah because you thought too much about it or something like that been there done that like go with your gut <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah definitely that's a that's a good point i never thought about that um yeah i think the the main way i struggle with that is definitely with um like mixing like I'll mix a song uh, one way and then I'll wind up like changing uh, like a setting on a vocal or something like that. And then I'll like think like, oh, this is way better. But mm-hmm. then like I don't take the time to actually compare the original <laughs> with the new one. Yeah. And sometimes like when I do compare it, I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, so that's the tip of the day. Uh, I keep wanting to say the tip of the iceberg, (laughs) 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 but it's the tip Uh. of the day. Um, And we'll have one of these every single week. We go into hours of research, (laughs) so uh, you can trust that our (laughs) tips are going to be good. All right. um, Last segment is uh, what we're going to talk about is... um, basically my blog post for this week um Mm. and that is how do you know when a song is done and so Mm. rather than answer that question we're going to just talk about it um so jordan how like what would make you think okay this song is done like on the songs that you've finished what made Mm -hmm. you think okay this is done (laughs) i don't think i would ever say that a song was done on my own I mean, if I did, it would probably be pretty rare. But I think I would take it to other people and ask them about it Mm -hmm. and get their input on it. 
and they would probably be the ones that would tell me this song is good. It's like it's it's great how it is. Okay. Because I would probably always be thinking, what else can I add to it? What, what needs to be taken away? You know, what needs to be changed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of related to the tip of the day, actually. Yeah. That you know, you're gonna want to keep trying to come up with a new idea when really it's fine how it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so you're saying like you need other people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, yeah. no, no, way. no, that's, way. that's really good. Like, uh, I, I would say, um, the same for me. Uh, well, like, I want to say that I have to go uh, to someone. Like, there are sometimes, like, I will be sure that a song is done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely good to get a second opinion, um, from someone like who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or even like, just from. Not even someone knows what they're doing, but just like someone who just likes music. Well, yeah. The only thing with that though is you could ask somebody, and then they start thinking of reasons why it's not instead of just yeah. seeing it as it is. Because if they just see it as it is, like after you're done with it, if you say like, "Hey, can I show you this song?" and then you play it, like they'll never think like, "Oh, it's not done." But if you ask them, "Is this done?" then they might start thinking like, "Oh, it's not," and then they'll give you like a reason. Okay, like I see that. what you're saying. Yeah, that's my, like my only thought about that. But you're probably right. Like there are probably plenty of people that I feel like you need a balance of both. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like it's easy, um, especially like with mixing. Like if you ask someone hey, uh, what could be better about this mix? They'll always find something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas if you just show someone, hey, check out this mix, they'll be like, oh, cool, it's really good. That's me every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have the ears for it. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Um, so, but like if I were to be like, what's wrong with this song? Then you would start looking for things. Right. <laughs> and then it wouldn't be like legit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so on the blog post, I talked about... Um, here, let me bring it up on my computer. MikeGabrielMusic.com slash blog for anyone who wants to check it out. All right. So, yeah. Um, still loading. Stupid computer. <laughs> I know it's a recording right now. And it's like, let's make this as painful as possible. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, I just needed to refresh my memory. So... Back when we were talking about the message of a song and how you can wind up changing the message based on, like, the lyrics you choose if you want to have it, like, flow a certain way. Um, So if you're writing a song, chances are you're trying to get a message across or you're trying to talk about something. Like, nobody writes a song about, like, something random for no reason at all. (laughs) Like Maybe someone. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) But, like, there's usually a point. And so, like... um, like if you're writing a song about a girl and like how much you love her, then it's like your song in that song you want in the message to say like that you love her and like Mm. about her or anything like that. So, um, I think it's really easy to overwrite a song, um, and not like overwrite, like, on a computer <laughs> overriding oh something, gosh. but like, uh, wait, that's override. <laughs> anyways. <I> think, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Like it's easy to write what you have to like to get your message across and then way more than you need. And so mm. I put like in the blog post that like figure out what the message you want to say is, and then just get the message across. Mm-hmm. And start with that. So, like, if you are able to get the message across in the chorus, 
then like mm-hmm. in the verses you can back that up or you can talk more about it but like you shouldn't um have like two verses in a course and a bridge and then have like the message not have it be across or like all the way across like you want a clear message or a clear mm-hmm. topic that you're writing about and be able to uh put that in lyrics and in music and mm-hmm. um so overwriting a song can just be like like you can wind up doing way more than you need and that can be with lyrics or with music like with the music part um I remember a story of there's a studio around here that I was uh working at and there was a band that came in and they had uh, they were like an experimental band mm. and they were really good and they had like guitar bass and drums and it was incredible yeah but then they started adding weird vocal things, keyboard sounds, synth sounds, and they wound up like, and then horns and stuff, and they wound up like ruining oh. the song, yeah. like to like me and the other engineers there, like mm-hmm. they they wound up taking it way too far, and like to get their song and their point across, all they had to do was stick was stick with the bass, drums, and guitar kind of thing that was really good, right. and then they wound up just going way too far, so. I would say like don't go too far and add all this extra stuff that you don't need or like an extra verse that doesn't really need like have mm. any like point or any addition to the song like every part of the song should work together to create the overall message yeah. um and so I that's think good. that's a good way to tell like if your song is truly done mm. um and then also like you were saying like uh get people's Uh, feedback on it like show someone and actually that's a really good way too is if you show someone like um i feel like you uh um like would show somebody a new song live like you would bring your guitar and be like hey check the song out yeah and like like every time yeah and i do the same thing but i also like will record a demo Mm -hmm. and then send it to someone and a lot of times when i record the demo or when you show someone live like you'll feel Oh wow! I need to change this. Like just because you're showing someone, like you'll have I've like a diff- that too. yeah, you'll have like a different uh, view on it. Like you'll be able to be like in your own mind, you'll be like, oh, I need to change this, or right. uh, I I should add this kind of thing. Or like that pause was way too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really you start feeling those kind <laughs> of things. So um, so yeah, so that that would be um, uh, the way I would like say you're done with the song. <laughs> yeah, because like it can good. be really easy and like i'm not even gonna go into the mixing part but like it's really easy to in mixing to have a mix and not know if you're done with it like that's so common um and one way uh i really like um and this can apply to the song writing too i really like uh this guy on youtube that talks about songs and stuff um and songwriting and mixing and all that he was like if you play your song back and you're just like rocking out to it and like headbutt mm-hmm. like just love it then you you know that it's done yeah. <laughs> like if that's you're not like too. looking for things and if you're not like oh this could be better like that's when you know it's it's done when you're just mm-hmm. like really happy with it and um it's really easy to be lazy and to be like all right like i'm done with the song like it's pretty much done like uh i don't need another verse or another bridge or uh, or another line in the bridge it's really easy to just keep it really simple but mm. 
just think like what's the best song i can write like how how can i make the song the best it can be and just take the time to like really reflect on that and if you truly believe that the best you can do with the song is like only one verse and one chorus then just keep it there <laughs> like there's no reason yeah. to add to it but like if you have that in the back of your mind like oh this needs more then like don't be lazy and skip over that like mm-hmm. over that feeling like actually uh go in it so yeah i think That's that really that wraps up uh episode three mm-hmm. <laughs> is webisode still a thing <laughs> like the word webisode I haven't heard it used in the last few months. Yeah. Maybe the past year. <laughs> in like 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. We can we can start it up again. Yeah, we should. <laughs> and then the the rest of the people who stopped listening like after our uh, song, <laughs> songwriting tip of the day, now they're now they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Whoa, I forgot I have a tambourine. We'll have to use Whoa. that in the next time we sing that. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Um, we definitely know what we're talking about, so you should listen to us. <laughs> Absolutely professional. Every so. every single word out of our mouths take very seriously. Forget forget the man of soul. Yeah, <laughs> Just toss that aside. <laughs> Trust us. No, but really, if you made it this far, wow! <laughs> Thank you so much. You rock. You are awesome. Thank you for listening and giving to us <laughs> no, just kidding. we have a paypal link no. um no but really we're just doing this for fun and it, it it is really fun for us and for sure uh like i said leave a review um if you wind up leaving a bad review there's a huge chance we'll never make another episode again so uh so keep them friendly um but Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you have a great two weeks until we... uh, I I, I was about to say see you again, but uh, until you hear our voices again. (laughs) Well, uh, have a good Saturday, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Bye.